Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to Only Stupid Answers here on SoundCloud and iTunes, the best damn podcast you listen to, or probably the only one, like me. Me is in Sam Basher, here with me as always, Mr. DJ Woldridge. How Hi you doing? everyone, welcome to the Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast. That's your tagline, the best damn podcast you're listening to. I like it. Yeah. And we can Done. get tattoos. We can get literal <laughs> Matching tattoos. tattoos. The <laughs> best damn podcast. <laughs> it takes up a whole sleeve. It's an entire sleeve, and we'll have sleeve. a booth at Comic-Con where you can get mm-hmm. these tattoos. Tattoos, we give them to people. Any age. Children. We'll get, it'll be like Suicide Squad, we'll get Margot Robbie. They should have, this year at Comic-Con, they should have Margot Robbie giving out squad tattoos to fans. Actually, this year at Comic-Con, they're turning like a section of the Hard Rock Hotel mm-hmm. into Bell Rev Prison. Cool. Yeah. There's like a VR experience, and then you can, what can you do? You take a tour, and there's props, I believe, and you can get tattoos. Tattoos is one of them. Is that one of those that like you don't necessarily need passes to go experience? Spoiler, I'm doing like a top five things you can do without a pass, and nice. that's one of them. So that's cool. Or we're going to try to get in. There's like a million things. They're not doing Assassin's Creed like parkour run yeah. this year. They've done it a million times. but Which is weird because they got the movie coming out. Yeah. They should do it with Michael Fassbender. He'll just be there all yeah. day out in the yeah, hot exactly. sun. What else has he got to do? Every single day. And then uh, they're not doing the zombie run anymore. I think for like safety reasons. Like, safety reasons. Also, mm-hmm. I wonder if because Universal has that maze that's year round now. True. So maybe they're like, no, no, no. no. Yeah, like that's it would now. like it's bad publicity for them. right. It, Walking Dead doesn't need publicity. But uh, guys, you guys know what this podcast is all about. We're talking about movies, TV shows, comics, mm-hmm. anything that we found interesting this week. And we talk to you guys and thank you guys so much for uh, posting reviews and loving us so much on SoundCloud and iTunes. You guys' reviews are so great. They, they make me so happy. They make me feel great. But we wanted to read a few of them off. This one I really Real like. Quick. You like tacos? That's the headline. Mm-hmm. You like tacos? By No Blakely. You like tacos? Then you might not. Then you might be disappointed. This is a podcast. Now, I got your attention. This podcast isn't about tacos. However, if you like talking about nerdy topics in life, then you are then you are in the right place. Just listen to it. Just listen to it, damn it. I butchered your adorable, <laughs> adorable comment. Thank you, though, for it. Uh, uh, by five Toby Zacks. Great even for non-nerds. I don't like comics or superheroes. That's incorrect. Or, <laughs> quote, nerdy stuff like that. But these guys have so much passion for it that I just love to hear them, can't get to the next line, talk about it. Plus, they're hilarious and sweet and make for a calming drive to or home from work. There you go. And You're this welcome. this is the calming voice that he's referring to. The calm voice uh, of only stupid answers. Mm-hmm. And Holy Guacamole uh, by Avery Ab... Uh-huh. Avery, uh, Avery A. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys rock. I'm seriously impressed with how engaging this podcast is. Oh, thank you. I'm captivating now. Uh, I love listening to you guys and hearing your opinions on the topics I love. Also, you two are some of the most hilarious people I've heard and act. In an actual podcast. Thanks at Avery underscore Abe. You know, Avery, you're welcome. Thank you. Also, love it by Generally G. This podcast makes me makes my little nerd heart happy. Amazing guys, amazing podcast. Guys, thank you so much. You guys can write reviews too. We'd greatly appreciate. It. We're going to read it every single time we're on this podcast. Just go to iTunes, type in Only Stupid Answers, and you can write them down there. Maybe do a five star review. We always love those. We always appreciate it. Also, we have a Facebook page. If you guys didn't know, go we give do. us a like there, and we post everything there. We have a Twitter account, Only. St- answers mm-hmm. it's uh you missing the vowels but yeah. it's basically there uh and an instagram where we yeah. post little teases of what we're going to talk about uh beforehand so make sure you go follow us on those social media but basically DJ, literally everywhere but e- everywhere except tumblr except tumblr and pinterest uh-huh yeah google plus isn't really there we got the big ones we got the big ones we got the major markets <laughs> yeah follow us on soundcloud too you can write uh my favorite part about soundcloud for both podcasts and music is that you can pick a time code and be like this yeah, part yeah that's really it. cool yeah because then for us we can figure out what stuff you guys like hearing us talk yeah, about and then exactly. you know make the podcast better also if we haven't read your tweet or your comment we out loud on the podcast we have read it and we love it and we appreciate mm-hmm. it 
I might retweet you. <gasps> but DJ. Yes. What have you been doing this week? Well, you gave me a homework assignment mm-hmm. last week to watch some Orphan Black, and I'm actually four episodes in. And? I dig it. Yeah. I really, of course I dig it. Everybody loves Orphan Black. The only thing... I partly I kind of wish I could have gone in cold somehow and not known because it holds out on its central mystery for two episodes. Yeah. But then on the counterpoint, the only thing I feel like it didn't quite do amazing was the reveal. It kind of just threw off like, oh, hey, clones. Yeah. Spoilers. Clones. If, if, if you're the one person in the world <laughs> that somehow hasn't found out that Orphan Black is about clones. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it kind of and I guess it that makes sense because advertising and everything right off the bat yeah was talking about that every no yeah it's the show about clones so like yeah. that and it kind of comes down to like it, it i wish you weren't told the big reveals for yeah. a lot of things like orphan black it would have been really cool if we didn't know they were clones like they were like yeah, the, some weird like experimented well, we on children it, or, or or maybe it's just a double because that's the great thing about that setup is is the elevator pitch of like woman caesar double who then immediately commits suicide mm-hmm. and then to try and make her life better assumes her life. Like, that's a great elevator pitch. Like, that, you don't even need clones. Man, like, that's... so much goes to shit in that first episode. It, it was it like, goes so oh, we're getting your life. And you pointed out cops make a lot of money in Canada. Mm-hmm. She's got Canada, like a penthouse. She's got like a Jaguar and all yeah. that stuff. Like, it's crazy. It might be that, the boyfriend. It might be the boyfriend. Yeah. Can I tell you the other thing I'm not huge a huge fan of? The boyfriend and the partner. The part. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I want to see what you say because. Felix, amazing. Felix is Huge amazing. fan of Felix. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that same problem with like a lot of these genre shows and like Breaking Bad. Like whoever, whoever's against the shenanigans, you don't like. Yeah. Like whoever's like out of the loop and be like, why do you do these things? Because we need a show. Stop complaining. You gay. I, I want to hear if you stick with the show. I want to hear what you think in like season two of the partner. Okay. And the boyfriend. I want to. I want. I want them to jettison the boyfriend and I want the partner in on it. Hmm. You'll see. Yeah, <laughs> You'll that's, see. That's my. That's mm. I would. That would make me happier. I when I first watched it, I got super inspired by Tatiana. Don't so know her last good, name. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, uh, she's so beautiful good. one, and yeah. I also like she has a very interesting face. Yeah, it's not like just generic pretty. Mm-hmm. She's got a very. I, that she's sounds. Cute. It sounds like a diss. She's yeah. got a very interesting face. Yeah. No, but it's like that's a positive thing. Yeah, it's captivating. Yeah, and just her acting ability coming up with. She's playing like nine different roles yeah. by the time where I was at. I mean, I have to watch season four, but at the end of season three, I think she's up to nine. Jeez. And you know what's a uh, good yeah. testament to that is I keep forgetting that it's the same actress. Yeah. I keep thinking about the characters that is, as distinct characters and that not that they're being played by the same actress. Especially when they're in scenes together. Because mm-hmm. like when they are off by, their, by themselves, you can kind of be like, okay, it's the actress. She's playing a different role. But like when the Russian clone is like taking on yeah. like the main, like, main protagonist you're like it feels like this is a completely different person it's funny because uh the german clone shows up in the first episode german clone with the red wig yeah yeah? and i was kind of like well this one this accent's weaker turns out like her mom's tatiana maslani's mom is german and she speaks fluent german and i think she speaks a little bit of french too yeah she is you read her wikipedia i mean of course it's not like the best source of information but it lists off all of her merits and all of her talents and it's like god Jesus Christ, you are so talented. I also appreciate her commitment to the show because it has to be so, like, for, I, the fifth one's coming up next, right? And that's going to be the last one. I believe so. Yeah. Not 100%. Um, and her commitment to what has to be a tremendous workload. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. No, I love, I love the show, guys. I can't recommend it enough. I think you should check it out. Also, set in Canada. And Canada. Yeah. Because like, like- <laughs> I, I, at first I thought... Um, because it's on BBC in America, that's how it comes to the states. Mm. So I thought it was a BBC show, and then like a whole host of different accents, mm. and it's like, ah, oh, Canada, Canada. And I, I like that they don't try to change the location mm-hmm. at all. It's like this is Toronto, yeah. plays in Toronto. Um, and what tipped me off is, um, have you watched Better Call Saul? Mm-mm. Have you watched Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I watched. Okay, sorry, I watched three episodes of Better Call Saul. Really good. Couldn't stick with it though. Okay. I think I have to wait until like. Uh, the next season's done, I'll power through. Yeah, I, Better, Call, Better Call Saul is just a very different pacing, but I, I really like what it's doing. Anyway, point is, Nacho in that show mm-hmm. is in uh, Orphan Black. Is he the, the, boy, ex-boyfriend. the ex-boyfriend? Oh, yeah. he's great. Yeah, yeah. He's so, great. And so that was, I knew that actor was Canadian. Mm-hmm. And so that's what tipped me off. It's like, oh, we're in Canada. We're in Canada. Yeah, he's real good. But you gave me a homework si- uh, assignment as well. Oh, quick question. Are you going to stick with it, you think? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, you gave me one uh, to check out Voltron Legendary Defender on mm-hmm. Netflix. And 
I was a little hesitant. I think I knew I was going to enjoy some of it just because yeah. it's robots in space yeah. and the studio mirror is behind it and like it's beautiful. But man, I was captivated. I, yeah. I was like sucked in completely. I loved each individual character. Mm-hmm. Speci- the ones that stuck with me, and you're going to have to correct me as I say their names, but Pidge, yes. right? The smart one, yeah. the short one. Couldn't tell if it was a girl or a boy, but yeah, I was like- Yeah, they do some cool stuff with Pidge. So, yeah. yeah. I'm only, I only watched the first, the pilot, and, and that's great. The, and to me, that's the weakest episode. Really, is the pilot. So it's all up from there. And Hunk, yes, Hunk. Yeah, he's great. And that's voiced. Uh, Hunk is voiced by one of my favorite actors. Like he's like a B lister, and he's always been right there at yeah, B list. Yeah, yeah. And Tyler what Levine. Is, yeah, yeah. And he he's on Deadbeat's Star Deadbeat, and he was in Reaper. If you yep. guys haven't seen Reaper, that's also a fun show to check yep, out. Yep, yep. Um, but Kevin no, Smith I, directed the pilot of that, right? He was uh, the one of the producers. Yeah, of Reaper. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but no, I, Legendary Defender got me hooked. I'm going to watch it casually yeah. and finish out the season because I don't feel the urge to binge it. I had to binge Stranger Things, but we'll get that to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, super. I loved it. The only thing is, and it's the problem why I didn't get into Voltron when I was a kid, Lion Bots is yeah. not the coolest selling point to me, even though people will be like, what is Lions? Like, how cool are Lions? How cool are robots? It's like, yeah, but when you see a flying around space, you're like... All right, man. Like it's kind of yeah. it's a little rough. Voltron, cool. Yeah, I was the same way with the Lion Bots, just because like when you have stuff like Power Rangers, where all different kinds of robots, that's more appealing. Yeah, because the same premise, a bunch of different robots become a bigger humanoid robot. Yeah, but uh, the one thing they do is there's a lot less emphasis on the lion robots. Oh yeah, and Voltron in general is because the, the original show was every episode they form Voltron to defeat the giant yeah. monster, or whatever. This one switches up more, and it's a lot more focused on the individual pilots. Yeah. And each character is very interesting. Yeah. And I loved the uh, thing. I started to feel weighed down by all the info you're throwing at us. Like when yeah. you get to the planet and you're like, oh, cool. Like there's a castle and everything. And the voice actor who is like the servant man with the mustache. Oh, yeah. He is. Um, he was in uh, not Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. The more recent one. Yes, man. He was in Yes, man. And he was his superior in it. Yeah. And he was so funny in that. And he, now he's voicing that character in Legendary Defender. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm giving you guys specific names of both characters. Yeah, no, hold actors. on. I know. <laughs> it's killing me that I can't pull it off the top of my dome. Yeah, it's like Rise he's, or he's something. From, Reese Darby. Reese. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's in, um, he was, I, my first exposure to him was um, Flight of the Concords. Nice. He played their manager. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Flight of the Concords? Seen bits and pieces. Oh, it's so good. I just didn't, I, we didn't watch seasons. HBO as a kid, so that's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was in that, and he's also in um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. He was. Yeah. He was the swear wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're werewolves, not swear wolves. <laughs> Starby is so cool, and he's he's cra- he served in the New Zealand military, and he's climbed not, it might have been Mount Everest. I was listening to him on a radio show, mm-hmm. and he did some crazy... Mountain he's climbers. super cool. Yeah, he's so cool. I like him in it. Uh, all the characters are interesting, and I love like the kind of like hidden like everybody's got a motivation to be there. Yeah. Uh, and I loved the personalization of the lion bots. I love that yeah. the red guy had yeah. to Keith. earn Keith. He, Keith. Keith. Yeah, yeah. He's got the lamest name, but he's by far my favorite character. Oh, okay, I love Hunk and Unpitch, like I yeah. said, but I like that he had to earn the respect of the lion bot. Like he protected it. Yeah. I love that Hunk. Uh, like his leg is the sturdy leg. He's the heart yeah. of it. Like he's the one he made the legs seem a lot cooler. Because who the fuck wants to be a leg yeah. ever? They want to be an. They want to be like right arm, or they want to be the head. Yeah, yeah. like that's about well, it. It's cool because they give, like you said, like the yellow line is the the uh, the muscle, mm-hmm. if you will. But they give each. I won't spoil it for you, but they give each lion like a unique ability uh-huh. that's unique to the pilot and everything, and it, and it makes it. It just makes it cool. There is a part of me. I don't know if you felt the same way that I kind of wish with the amount of creativity that was going there, I wish it was an original series. Like, I wish it was just Joaquim Dos Santos and Studio Mir just going crazy with, like, a new idea. Which big genre director was behind this? Was it Guillermo del Toro? Behind Voltron? Yeah, but the Legendary Defender, like, bringing it back to Netflix. I don't know. There I was know somebody... DreamWorks. I didn't know that it was some... Let me see if I because can find Because the names that. I know are Joaquim Dos Santos, who did Legend of Korra, uh-huh. Avatar, and Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, 
Studio Mirror. Studio Mirror. And man, oh God, they are so good. They like, so they, uh, I don't know, like the mix of 3D in there is fine. Yeah. Because I liked it still. It's, it's a, usually that really distracts me, but here it works really in well. In Cora, it was very distracting. But I think they have a bigger budget yeah. than Cora because you can kind of tell. Yeah. Like they had to pump out a lot more for that. But man, I suggest, I highly recommend it for everybody to go yeah. check it out. I'm looking up right now if I can get it really quick, see if it was Guillermo del Toro because I feel like it was somebody listening already knows the answer and i'm either right or wrong let's see yes no <laughs> no yes wrong. Yes. yes uh yes yeah. that's maybe that's a strong maybe, <laughs> a strong maybe. Uh, reading headlines didn't give me a straight answer but yeah that i recommend that let and, us know mm-hmm. i always want to say in the comments down below uh tweet us uh whether Guillermo del Toro was involved in legendary Frontier. but yeah like i i was hesitant too mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that it just good it paid off. It paid who's off. Your favorite, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Pigeon Hunk. Yeah. Pigeon Hunk is your favorite. For yeah. me, it's Keith and Hunk. Mm-hmm. I want to like, I think it's Shiro is the black lion. Yes. I, but he's got the more like bland leader personality. Like he's a cool character, but he's the least distinct. Yeah, true. But he does have the most mystery right now. He does. And that's cool. Yeah. At least from the first episode because each, also then they get their own individual weapon. Yes. That's really cool. The payoff to his weapon is so cool i'm so excited for you to the the last episode was amazing did he get picked up for a second season i hope to god it did yeah it's pretty cool i because the the first episode i'm like i'll keep checking it out by uh the last episode i'm like oh what happens next (laughs) that's awesome but let's get into the big stuff big stuff we got two big things this week Mm -hmm. we got the release of stranger things on netflix damn and also the thing everybody's been talking about for months. Uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, the new Ghostbusters reboot. And we'll get to that. I'm, I don't read my tone. We'll get to <laughs> it in a second. But first, let's do Stranger Things. Yes. Uh, DJ, how much did you watch? Two episodes. Uh, that was a mistake. I watched all of it. I watched, uh, since we're recording this on Sunday, mm-hmm. on Saturday, I, my afternoon opened up because uh, somebody canceled on me. I was like, yeah. hey, why not? Let's power through. I watched the first 10 minutes in the morning yeah, and yeah. hooked. Mm-hmm. really good at the in, first episode right off the bat and then i got all the way up to the first 10 minutes of the eighth episode but then i had a crash because i was like i'm going to fall asleep and yeah. if i fall asleep during this i'm gonna be mad at myself so i turned it off watched it this morning and i loved it yeah. and i there a lot of people are like calling this groundbreaking and a lot of other things because the reviews are all positive yes and i think they right they rightfully should be yes is it completely original oh hell no no is it really fucking fun? And, yes. In fact, I would. It, it's I, to clarify. I, I enjoyed what I've seen so far, mm-hmm. but it is probably probably the least original thing I've seen all year. <laughs> yeah. It, it. But like, th- there's something about it though that is just so. Mm, it's got like this like it like you know like it yeah. that like that shows happy. I think it's it deals with like I think it's because of the nostalgia and yeah. everyone loves like I love Super Eight. I don't think you love Super Eight too um, much. I have Super Eight's fine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's why I was like. As soon as we, I threw this out there to watch it for yeah. this week's episode, I knew you'd maybe feel the same way. Do you yeah. enjoy this more than Super 8? Um, well, it's hard to say because I haven't finished it. Okay. But I would say so far, yeah, maybe. Um, it's got a lot of, it's got a, it shares a lot with Super 8 and it shares a lot with um, uh, Midnight Special, yeah. which came out this year, mm-hmm. which which if you enjoy this, I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, I think my issue with it is I think it leans too hard on nostalgia. Like, I don't think it itself brings anything new to the table. It's almost like a time capsule yes. of everything. The, it's the Duffers, the Duffer brothers, mm-hmm. like from the 80s. Who are they? Because they keep saying I, they, the Duffer the brothers. The only thing that I've seen that they worked on before was they worked on a couple episodes of um, Wayward Pines. Okay. Which the first season of that is highly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I was uh, much more engaged in that show than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like... Instead of like, hey, let's take these things we loved and like do something new with it. It's like, let's take these things we love and very preciously and carefully recreate them exactly the way we remember them. Main, okay, I think I lo- you're correct. Yeah. They do do that. At least on the two episodes. On the first two episodes, they do do a lot of fun twists moving forward with yeah. decisions with characters. Like, cool. And is it straying like they're doing something crazy? No, yeah. but it's just like, hey, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, look at that. They're acting like adults specifically who's acting like adults the most the kids like yeah. and the kids aren't acting not like kids yeah even though sometimes they're like at, like later they'll be asking about some high level sci-fi stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. to like their school physics teacher their yeah. biology teacher or that he kind of does all science because like he do, plays with a ham radio in like the first episode yeah, well, I, I, yeah. if i remember correctly from elementary school if you're a science teacher you're kind of a catch-all oh true 
True, true. But it, like at least in elementary school, mm-hmm. like it's only in college where you start to differentiate. I love it. I, I we haven't we don't have these movies anymore, and in, we're trying to. I mean, like right now in Hollywood, we're trying to revisit a lot of things that worked in the past, and it yeah. doesn't always pan out. Like. For example, like Kevin Hart and The Rock just came out with Central Intelligence, and yeah. those are intelligence, mm-hmm. and it is very reminiscent of early 2000s movies, and like, and Melissa McCarthy's a boss. Like, yeah. they're just pure comedies, like, someone gets down on their luck, they're kind of an asshole, and they learn to not be an asshole anymore, and they get tricked at the end, and at the end, everybody's happy, and yeah. like, all this kind of garbage. And like, we, there were a lot of movies like that in the early 2000s, and we loved them, we ate them up, but now they don't work anymore. Yeah. Uh, but... Now we're doing this '80s nostalgia, like trip down memory lane thing. Yeah, hardcore. Because we're later in the episode, we're talking about Ghostbusters too. Yeah, and I was thinking about it, it's like, were the '80s that great? Probably not. You weren't around in the '80s at all, right? I was You're a, a ghost kid. baby. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was around in the '80s for four years, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't think I count as an '80s kid. And there's a lot of cool stuff that came out of the '80s. It's just weird. To me. It's, it's just weird to me that we're revisiting it like that hardcore. Like, like the, even Stranger Things is even set in the eighties, which I I think that's cool. I think that's a mm-hmm. cool decision. I guess I just uh, I wish I didn't know. Like, any time a scene begins, I can guess where it's going. At least the first two episodes I've seen, like nothing. Like, like there's a part where the older sister goes to a party, mm-hmm. and I could have told you exactly how that was going to play out uh-huh. the second she arrived. You know what I mean? True, and I I. Which you, isn't bad. It is not it, bad. It, it, yeah, necessarily. Like I, uh, we talked about a little bit before. It's like when you want a specific like uh, uh, flavor in your mouth. Like you're in the mood for something. Like you, it's it's similar with media. Like you sit down, you're in the mood for a type of thing. This is the type of thing you throw on just because you're kind of in the mood for that type of thing, and you don't really want to like work that hard. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to work that hard. You do get to kind of like it does play with some original sci-fi. Yeah elements like with you'll see with like i mean like with lights and stuff like without trying to get too specific because i know that sometimes i start talking and just say spoilers for things (laughs) so i'm trying so hard to goddamn focus and not say things because i want you to enjoy it without knowing things and as it comes uh but pros what i like i think all the actors are on point and we both discussed that winona Ryder is a little underused because she kind of falls into the trope of just hysterical single mother yeah and she does really well mm -hmm. and you only seen the first two episodes yes but as they move forward she's very proactive good and uh yeah she's never like she's never just like falling apart she's headstrong and she's like this is what i want i'm getting my son back and i don't give two shits about what anybody else is doing yeah and which causes conflict but also like it creates story and i appreciate that in the beginning though in the first two episodes you feel like that's all she's going to do uh, all the all the female characters are kind of one note at the beginning in the like, beginning it, yeah because winona Ryder's a hysterical mom 11 uh is the typical like mystical waif et yeah, yeah basically and uh the older sister i think the older sister has the moat because she's the the good girl like study girl that kind of flirting with the idea of being a wilder girl mm-hmm. so she has the most like to do but like the guys the sheriff he's kind of like the drunk washout sheriff but he's still a good he's kind of a good Heart cop. Of gold. Yeah, yeah you know what i mean and the kids obviously the three main boys um they're great yeah they're all great mm-hmm. um, toothless kid uh yeah, lucas I, to, I watching the first episode i'm like this toothless kid is gonna drive me insane really and as it went on i was like okay i'm on board i thought he was cute as soon as he tried to hit on his sister i was like uh, okay i like him i it was i was worried at first because the hmm I guess if you, I guess maybe skip ahead if you haven't seen any of it and you want to go in cold. Uh-huh. But we were when it opens, we have these four kids, and the one that I immediately liked, and it's like the other ones kind of annoy me. The one I immediately liked is the one that's taken. Yeah, so they have like, to make oh, them likable. I was like, oh no, I'm left with the ones I don't like. <laughs> but I they grew on me as uh-huh. as as I've watched more. I the opening scene of the character getting taken is yeah. is so terrifying also the opening scene with the scientist whatever yeah. is happening i'm like you know what's gonna happen yeah. uh but it's it's fun little twists like that i i loved the sound the soundtrack for this yeah. the score it, it's so 80s it's, it's just, very john carpenter have you watched mm-hmm. any john carpenter movies yes um name of you the thing i've seen enough of it <gasps> we should watch the thing the thing is so good yeah planet um, of the apes and the thing uh the thing um assault on precinct 13 um why am I blanking? Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, so good. Definitely seen pieces. Yeah, uh, it, uh, usually John Carpenter scores his 
own movies uh-huh. and they're and the scores aren't like they're all synth uh-huh. and they're not like what you would normally label as like great yeah but for those for those movies they're perfect you should keep an eye out then okay because this is definitely like uh like a love letter to john carpenter yeah. steven spielberg type movies keep an eye out for all of them there's a that's interesting there's um um that's an, uh, like i like one time they're in their in their brother's room and there's like an evil dead poster on the wall and it's like you know it, that works because he's a teenager so you get those kind of stuff but it's like every movie like the 80s don't exist in a bubble like the 70s happened before them the 60s happened before that like not everything is 80s centric like if you're driving a car it'd be from like the 70s yeah you know what i mean because like no, my car, everything's got to be like 80s. my car's like 10 years old you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> No, Older, everything's got to be current. Yeah. Everything has to be current. I, it sounds like I'm shitting all over it. I enjoyed it enough that I will keep checking with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's only eight episodes, and they're like 45 minutes. That's another thing I like, because Netflix shows have a have a problem of being like always 13 episodes, and they don't always need to be. No, they don't. So I'm glad this, this one's doesn't. eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Peaky Blinders is six, even though that's... It, that's Netflix else. didn't produce it. It's coming from uh, I, the UK, I'm assuming, BBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm enjoying it. I, you should finish it, and everyone else should finish it. We're not shitting on it at all. I enjoyed it, but DJ does make a point that it is beat by beat. You've seen this movie. You've seen this before. Yeah. It's expanded upon over eight episodes, yeah. so they have room to do different things, even though you can kind of see things coming a little yeah. bit. Well, especially if it was a movie, you'd only you'd only have time to focus on one. It'd either be the kids or the sheriff, or you have to pick somebody. Mm-hmm. And this or one like the, ex- daughter. the daughter. Mm-hmm. This one gets to explore. Mm-hmm. And like, that flush better, it out. The guy she's with, she better... No, that I, guy annoy, annoys I, the crap I'm excited. I want to know what you think of their story by the so end of much. it. I hate him so much. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't hate him too much. He's obviously a douche. And yeah. his friends are He's obviously so douches. He's so hardcore trying to get in her pants, and it bothers me that she can't tell. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that her friend called it out. It's mm-hmm. like... Also... Big pet peeve. I want the one big pet peeve I have. Uh-huh. Second episode, they're her and her friends are by the pool, and she looks at the guy and he's doing his whole like jock thing, and she's like, "You're such a cliche." Nobody talks that way, and in a, in a show where everything is so cliche, you can't do, you can't like. That tells me you should know better. Oh no, that's funny. That was my biggest pet peeve in Birdman too. Uh-huh. When she's like, "I'm glad you're not a writer because you, it's your the script would be so sappy." It's like somebody wrote that line, yeah, and it's sappy. Like that's not clever. That just shows that you could write something better. It's meta. <laughs> I don't like it. It's meta. I liked it. I give still enjoy the show. I give Stranger Things. It is. I don't watch a lot of Netflix series. I watched Wet Hot American Summer, which was fun. I did not I see, the see the movie. For, I haven't seen the movie, so I want to wait to see the movie. Yeah, it's on Netflix too. It. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that one was okay. A lot of celebrities. There, are, there are people we work with that would light you on fire if you just said Wet Hot American Summer is just okay. It's just okay. It's. Just, I'll say it now. It's just okay. Is it funny? Yeah, but it's just okay because if I don't know, if I don't watch the movie, yeah. And it's a prequel, so it doesn't like I'm yeah. not getting the jokes that are like, that, oh my god, the whole thing with H. John Benjamin. That's the guy. That's Bob Berger's Archer, but that's the name. yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in and it, Bob's and Burgers his and... whole story in the in the TV Netflix series. I don't know what the fuck is happening the entire time, but I'm just like laying back and let it happen. Yeah, it's still funny, but anyways, Stranger Things is definitely one of the better netflix series out right now and it's already been voted up to like on imdb they have like 250 of their best tv movies whatever like media things it's at number 25 right now and that's That's been upvoted a lot and it's getting crazy reviews and i think a lot of people i had the only negative stuff i've read besides like stuff that you're bringing up right now is that sometimes the sci-fi concepts that they start playing with don't always make sense like they don't follow their own rules it's like a lot of problems that people have with it follows yeah is that you're like well what like, what can it do what can it do like what where are the boundaries yeah and i think the that when i think about stranger things i'm like okay sometimes some of this stuff isn't following exactly but they do play with a lot of fun sci-fi concepts uh i love 11 i love all the characters some of the best child actors i've seen recently yeah, they're good they're really good. Uh, Winona Ryder's always fun to see again. Yeah. And uh, the sheriff, he's in everything. Yeah, he's around a bunch. And he's in. he was in Star Trek, I believe, the 19... I mean, 19... 2009, J.J. <laughs> Abrams' first one. Uh, and he was a minor role. He was definitely not big at all. But um, it was great to see him. And actually, like, he... The final episode is... 
you get to learn a lot about him. You get to learn a lot about him. But the way I think it's really good writing because it's, again, you're very right. It's a story you've seen before, yeah. but it's how they use it. And I think I, that's why I appreciate it. My favorite shot I've seen so far is in the first episode when they go to his little fort. And there's a shot from inside the fort out to them looking uh, for us with a thing. That's like, there's a lot of cool visuals. Yeah. Uh, the thing, when you see it, I think it's I'm really cool. Good. I'm worried it's going to disappoint me because the CG, the little bit of CGI they use so far is questionable. Uh, there's some CGI that's really good, and there's somewhere that like you know it gets like fast moving, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Overall, it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. We do have um, Duke at Duke in Purple uh, tweeted us uh, just finished Stranger Things, and I and I'm amazed just how good it was. Their 80s game was so on point. Really loved it. Yes, their 80s, the 80s game, game has to be crazy yes. on point. Yeah, they have everything, even like the boxes for all the food they're getting. Like I guess the like if you think about it. Eight, I'm trying to think of I'm boxing myself in a corner here like a lot of I wonder if our pop culture is so defined by the 80s just because of how generations work because if you think about it like Star Wars was 70s oh when was Return of the Jedi I want to say that was in the 80s but Tim Burton's Batman is late 80s getting into the 90s mm-hmm. but E.T. Back to the Future Ghostbusters the whole Back to the Future Gremlins. celebration thing, yeah, yeah. All look Lego Dimensions. All the characters they just added were Our all eighties characters. That's the TV shows my dad loved: Knight Rider, MacGyver's nineties. Um, God, MacGyver, that remake is coming out, and I don't know how to not, feel about it. It's a TV it. show, isn't it? Like yeah. a prequel? Yeah, that always weirds me out when they set a prequel in the present day, like uh, 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 Bates Motel. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) I think also MacGyver's played by, it's one of the mutants from X-Men First Class. It's either Banshee or Havoc. Is it Havoc? Havoc, Havoc. Okay, because I was like, it's one of you two. It's one of you two white kids, and I don't know which one. Oh, Ninja Turtles, 80s. Transformers, 80s. Yeah. I guess that was maybe the big, like... One of those kids grew up, and now they want to make live action. They want to make those things, and also it was at a time where, like, TVs were more ubiquitous. Uh, you got you started getting latchkey kids, so people kids raised on pop culture and stuff like that, and also just a lot of weird concepts that were allowed to go loose. Like who would make Ninja Turtles today if that wasn't a thing, right? Or no, Transformers. You think about that, like Ghostbusters. Like yeah. really think about that. My favorite thing about stuff like Ghostbusters and Back to the Future is the pairing of crazy high concept sci fi with u- very utilitarian. Like, what's our time machine? A fucking DeLorean. Mm-hmm. You're in a car. Like, our instead of, like, paranormal divining rods, it's the Ghostbusters with, like, these, like, clunky uh, gun, like, mechanisms with packs, and you trap them, and it's, it's, and they, they make them, like, blue, uh, a blue collar working men. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, it's a cool, I, that I miss. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff in Stranger Things, I don't really miss any of that. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I do. Wasn't, I wasn't a huge, I, I don't even know if I've watched ET all the way through. You, if wow. I'm being honest, yeah, that's okay. That's actually, by the way, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I, I, I Poltergeist. Did. Poltergeist is great. I have a Poltergeist feel from yeah uh, from Stranger Stranger Things, Things is definitely pulling from Spielberg and Carpenter, like you said. Yeah, and pretty much everything 80s. Yeah, that's why I eat it up. I'm not yeah. from the 80s. I think it's, it seems like a fun time period. Kind of boring. Kind of like the 90s. Yeah, I mean, kind of like everything else, but just more original ideas. Do you think uh, like five to six years from now we'll get a big like we're remaking everything from the 90s probably hopefully i mean we're getting harold's coming back yeah they do anything with rugrats is that a thing no uh they're doing the nickelodeon avengers style movie is how they will always yeah, describe it what? what does it mean i don't even there, want to think okay, about hold that. on really quick there was a game that came out where four of the most popular disney uh, nickelodeon characters yeah. teamed up so you had danny phantom uh timmy turner Jimmy Neutron and Spongebob. Yeah, I don't uh, accept those. Those are second gen. My, my, I was with Rugrats. Wait, that's not second. That's the best gen. <laughs> that's the best gen. I was, I was Rugrats. What else? I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy as a kid. No uh, one was, but we still Doug, did. Doug's great. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold was in between those, but Hey Arnold's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I rewatched it recently and it's it still hold up? holds up. The one I want to revisit is Pete and Pete. Everyone in this goddamn office talks about Pete and Pete, and I don't watch. I've never seen Pete and Pete. I don't know. I've seen the poster with the ginger kids, and I don't yeah. know what it means. Pete and Pete was like an indie film on half-hour Nickelodeon sitcom. Like, like I, it was too weird for me as a kid. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I watched it, and I was like, what 
is this? And now, so that's why I want to go back and revisit it because it's like I feel like, like one of the the uh, there's a girl character who would always talk about how like lame her dad was, and mm-hmm. like oh it's her dad, and it was played by Iggy Pop, really, which wouldn't have meant anything to me as a kid then. Huh. And so it's like that's gonna be art the strongest man in the world like <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't that's the thing is i don't know if it would be better now that i'm older or like you should mm. check out danny phantom i think mm. you i think if you like i mean it's not gonna blow your mind like legendary defender like voltron but no. like danny phantom is really fun you know what if walking to santos and studio mirror got behind it maybe i'd be in a danny phantom man that show would be absolutely beautiful but it's a really fun concept of a kid who can like turn into a ghost ghost how his body goes into some kind of limbo state. There's a lot of, oh, there's one episode where a ghost comes back in time and like you do, like you do. And it's Danny, but he doesn't have his human anymore. Like it's just the soul of him and it's spoilers for this movie that was a TV movie. So I'm going to tell it anyways, but he has something, some accident happened and his whole family was killed and he's like so depressed that he ends up staying with his like arch nemesis, but who is who can also do his ability. Yeah. But it's because he was a family friend, and after they kind of just put things aside, and he takes him in, and he's like, I. And the reason why they died was kind of because of him. So he's like separate. I don't want the ghost part of me anymore. Just get rid of it. So he separates it. But the ghost part of him is kind of more volatile when it's not attached to him. So it since his nemesis can do the same ability rips them apart and then he combines with the evil ghost so he becomes this super evil ghost and kind of like wreaks havoc it's it's a really dark story and really fun cool it's a fun one but watch some more ghost stuff <laughs> it, that that movie enjoy ghost stuff that movie is far more entertaining in my opinion no that's not, people are gonna be mad at me <laughs> than ghost, the new ghostbusters <laughs> movie i don't agree I don't with know that but he's gonna be mad with you about I think Danny Phantom's a stronger ghost franchise. Yes. <laughs> Danny Phantom is a much stronger ghost franchise. Than the the Ghostbusters, <laughs> they had two series, didn't they? And they're getting a new series that takes place in the future with future I ghosts. I don't... That's right. Yeah, 2050. Weird. Yeah, wh- why? The whole the Ghost Core logo came up before the movie, and we both Which looked at each other like... Is that the logo for this movie? Did we get yeah. the name wrong? <laughs> Man. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't know how you make... More ghosts? Ghostbusters, like a multi-prong... We're getting off so many tangents before we actually talk about Ghostbusters. We'll get we're making, there. Sorry, we're making the audience wait for it. We're making. We're building up. Oh. Did you ever see Extreme Ghostbusters? No, I didn't watch any of the Ghostbusters cartoons. I didn't enjoy the original cartoon. For some reason, like before school, whatever, I caught. It was either mid, it was in the nineties or like early two thousands. I caught uh, Extreme Ghostbusters, which was a continuation of that show. Like Egon was around teaching a new generation, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Like Isn't it was that what the movie should have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know why this movie wasn't. There's almost no reason why. The, in as an audience member, there's almost no reason why this movie had to be a different continuity. But anyway, the he's Egon's teaching a new generation, and it was for a kids' cartoon. It was surprisingly dark. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was an episode where they were in a haunted house that would bring out your greatest fears. And the one <clears> – and it was cool because it was a very diverse cast. There was a girl. There was a guy in a wheelchair. There was a Hispanic guy. Um, and there was, um, uh, there was a, a black kid. Um, and uh, the Hispanic guy, like, they're, they're all facing their greatest fears. Like, the house is bringing out their greatest fears. And it's him dead. His greatest fear is death. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, and it's like it, it was. It was really cool. They and then the finale was. It turns out the Bermuda Triangle was a ghost, and that was it was sucking up things, mm-hmm. and so it starts moving up the Eastern Seaboard. Mm-hmm. So the new team has to unite with the old team. That's cool to stop it, and that was the finale. It was. Mm-hmm. I was. I was really into that, and I. I kind of wish this. That sounds like a more know. fun story than what we got. And uh, you know what? There are elements of the story in the Ghostbusters movie that I kind of liked. I, that yeah. they they dabbled with. I'm like. Eh. You and I are kind of different opinions on Ghostbusters, too. I actually was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Let's hop into the spoiler-free review for Ghostbusters. Uh, I I will say, you preface... You pre- wanted to burn the theater down. Preface, there was this 80-year-old woman behind me who was kicking the shit out of my chair <laughs> the entire hate- fucking time. Did she just hate you? I don't know. I kept turning around. I was like, and looking, what am I supposed to do? Yell at her? Like, hey! And like, I was hey, like, old woman? Yeah. And what was weird is she had a kid next to her. 
It wasn't the kid. It, it wasn't was the, the kid. It was the old woman. It was the old woman who was so damn short that her legs didn't touch the ground when she sat down. So I'm like, I don't know how you reached the chair. She reached my chair once. once. I felt one hit. And I was like, how are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a ghost. And it's the ghost. <laughs> it She's commanding a ghost. It was a ghost. <laughs> it was her ghost. She astral projected. But like. She was so close to death. She kept flickering in and out of yeah. existence. <laughs> she, it was, her eyes were closed for most of the movie. But uh, so. <laughs> that's why she kept kicking. She was sleeping. She was tossing and turning. <laughs> uh, I will say that that May have affected how I felt about the movie because it made me progressively more angry during the movie. It could not. I if don't. You've, if you've ever had that experience where somebody I keeps haven't. kicking you, uh-huh. you've never done, like, I, I've been to movies where it's like you have somebody that just keeps doing What do I do? It just, it just screws up the whole experience. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to move because the damn kid next to her yeah. kept coming and putting his head on, like, the seat, <laughs> like, putting his head over it and, like, staring at it like a kid at home watching TV on the couch. And his goddamn, the damn ginger kid with his damn eyes bigger than his damn forehead. He was just sitting there with his big ass head. I'm sorry. I'm mad because he all he did was come up close and do that loud cackling laugh he kept doing during the movie. He This nine-year-old was laughing louder than the entire audience. I will say... I'm getting mad. <laughs> I'm getting mad thinking tough, about it. It's tough with like uh, movie going to the movie. I love may have affected it. <laughs> it may have affected how I thought of the movie. It's it's tough going to the theaters. Uh, like I like doing it because you you feed off the audience's energy, and that might have been one of the reasons why I did enjoy it because our audience was eating it up. They were into it. A uh, similar thing, although I really enjoyed Creed on its own merits. Yeah, uh, my, the audience I went and saw Creed with like was cheering at all the moments like they, it was like it felt like you were in a fight like it was so exciting how can you not get into that last fight with the circle shots and you're like so good it's the fucking best it's I've never been into wrestling or Box. wrestling boxing uh, I know my fighting yeah. <laughs> like how can you not get into that scene by the way but so we the, can do it talk the, about the, Creed forever the single take shot the yeah. fight in the middle anyway um, the, great. the reverse of it is if you're like at a kids movie or especially if you're not in a kids movie and there are kids that are there or whatever but that actually gave me context for this movie. I, I legitimately think that this is more of a kid's movie than the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, if I had kids, I will be so stoked to take them to this movie. Mm-hmm. They love it. They would definitely be scared, too. Like, yeah. I, I, the beginning, I felt like the little bit of scariness that I feel like should be in these movies. Yeah. Like, there should be, like, a little level of, like, fear for, like, a second. Yeah. The rest of it's not very scary. Nothing really scary mm-hmm. happens besides him, the main villain, being a goddamn creep. <laughs> like he's been he's a super creep he was fun yeah uh, and I was most there's one ghost poster we really like but uh, sorry spoiler we're doing spoiler free so I I didn't I didn't really enjoy this movie there are parts of it that I did really like I think a lot of people had moments I didn't find it particularly funny and I uh, you know we've got I'll read some tweets in a minute but that mm-hmm. seems to be the general consensus yeah I, I and I really wanted to enjoy this movie because I was really tired of hearing how the internet was reacting to this. Yeah. It, even before reviews were coming out, like, it was un... It was... What, what, what am I... It was unbelievable. It was... Yeah. It was childish, immature. Immature. It, yeah, it yeah. was... Just to hear how, like, the juvenile answers, they, like, or responses they had to seeing women as Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, it's like an actual fucking profession. Like, they were <laughs> like, how dare women catch ghosts in they New even, York they even City? Have, <laughs> they even have jokes about that. In, in the, the movie, movie. Yeah. yeah. Don't read the internet comments. So, but you went in, you went in wanting to enjoy it. Wanting to, and tied in with this goddamn evil woman behind me. Kicking the shit in his their demon so what redhead say- child. I don't know, sorry. So what you're, hate, you're saying is you hate women. Yeah, that's specifically uh, that old one. And as the soundbite. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, for me, I went in. I went in like the trailers weren't great. No. Uh, and also, I don't like reboots, remakes. Like, I uh, Jurassic World, like. Jurassic World is fun, though. And here's the thing. This is actually a lot like Jurassic World for me. I went in with very low expectations. The stuff I saw had me very not interested. And I guess maybe because my expectations were so low, I was able to enjoy the fun parts of it. Like, the parts that were good. Like The story is garbage in Jurassic World. Let's be completely real. And also, they suck Chris Pratt's dick so hard in that movie. Like, every other scene is just talking about how cool he was, and it's like, come on. But anyway. Yeah. (laughs) But but anything with the dinosaurs in that movie is pretty dope. Um, And this this had elements like that. uh, Every time a ghost showed up, pretty damn cool. The ghost design was pretty cool. 
clearly heavily CGI, but like the designs were cool. The new gear was cool. I enjoy the new Ghostbusters for the most part. Uh, one was a little bit distracting. One was amazing. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we agree on the one that's amazing yeah, and we'll get there. Um, uh, overall, I, I, it was, it wasn't mind blowing, but for somebody that likes Ghostbusters, it was like another quote unquote episode of Ghostbusters. Like you talked about that opening. Like there's a few like bridesmaidsy, uh, Will Ferrell comedy type jokes that didn't really connect to what I know as Ghostbusters. But once the ghost stuff starts happening, and they, of course the theme kicks in, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, like it's a Ghostbusters movie, and I'm in. <laughs> you know what the the music in this. Minus the people that they got, like the big bands, like the Fall Out no. Boy, like Fall Go. Boy, why? Hey, hold on. Just have Missy Elliott do it. Her part of that song's really cool. Do you like G Easy? Have you ever listened to him at no. all? Okay, so he's like a big up and coming. Yeah, he's a big up and coming uh, uh, hip hop like rap artist. He's yeah. he's very good. He's very fun, and they got him to do a Ghostbuster song. I did not hear it in the track, and I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, but I'm like, I, but I'm bringing that up because I'm like they just got names yeah. to make damn songs in this because you want young people to come in and like you're saying it's for a younger audience it's for yeah. a very young audience Yeah, because I think teenagers wouldn't really pick up too much from this yeah, if kids you didn't would quote unquote grow up with Ghostbusters and this is ruining your childhood or whatever I'm doing air quotes so fucking yeah. hard right now uh, they can feel <laughs> yeah I, I think you'll be into it yeah I yes I think go with your friends and yeah. have some fun with it like uh, definitely some highlights for me some characters I loved, some other ones that they really tried to make work. I think the ones that they really wanted to be the funniest ones yeah. didn't work, yeah. except for one. But like, well, it's our yeah. favorite character. So um, I'd give it, if we give it a letter grade before going into spoiler territory, if you guys are worried about being spoiled well, about Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters um, I, generously, I give it a C minus. Ooh, hardcore Gen- generously yeah I'd- honestly even though they're so different other than their 80s, 80s nostalgia i i'm kind of on the same page with stranger things and ghostbusters i'd give them both a b that's crazy like a solid b crazy we've I mean, only seen two episodes of stranger things that's so true. i'd like to hear your thoughts after that's- we got some before we go into spoiler territory we got mm-hmm. some tweets let's read some tweets let's read some tweets matt ray at matthew ray uh said hmm ghostbusters surprisingly good not brilliant or a patch on the 80s but still good uh yeah, Dylan Jez, Dylan at mm-hmm. Jezweski. Oh, I'm guessing I'm getting it right, but uh, I'm curious how you guys felt about the new Ghostbusters movie. My only gripe is that it wasn't very funny. Thoughts? Yeah, kind of agree. There are funny parts. Yeah, funny moments. You're about to get cooched. Mm. Mm, boy, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. Uh, never worshipped the OG Ghostbusters, but I still thought this movie this this movie's mediocre. No nerd rage, just feels like a cash grab. I agree. I agree. There's no, there's absolute, I have no nerd rage whatsoever because sometimes when they did like pay tribute to the old, I thought it was fine. Actually, I was surprisingly unannoyed by the cameos. Yeah. There's one though. We'll get into it, I guess. We'll get into it. Let's get into it. uh, Yeah, I guess so. We're going into not spoiler territory, um, but uh, um, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, best Best Ghostbuster. She plays Patty. Uh, she's the, she works in the subway and she's the one that know she's the street quote unquote street wise one that knows the city consistently funny. Like yeah. the, I, we both like the opening. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like Kristen Wiig's introduction. I like her as a character just cause she's so different than any of the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that. I, you, I feel like the, each Ghostbusters part in the team is a little bit more distinct than the original one. Uh, a little, the uh, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy kind of felt interchangeable yeah. at times, and so once that happened, it was kind of like slowed down a lot. Yeah. But then once Patty's introduced, once Leslie Jones introduced, I was back in the movie. I was excited to see Leslie Jones because I heard yeah. a lot of good things. I was really excited to see um, blanking on her name Holtzman. What's her actress's yeah, name? Uh, McKinnon. McKinnon. Kate yeah, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I did not like her in this movie. And I think she had she had two moments where I really liked her. Yeah. And in the rest I was like I can feel what they what they wrote. Like this is the character they yeah. wanted 
and it didn't come down to her, I don't think. I think it came down to the writing because she's she a good so actress. Game. She was so game. Yeah, yeah, she had so much fun. The end ghost fight where she got to pull out her two pistols and she was like taking out ghosts left yeah. and right. And and that's when it got that really epic new Ghostbusters track yeah. where it's kind of like slowed down and like heavier punches with the beats. And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, cool. Like this is like the dope thing I wanted from a Ghostbusters yeah. trailer or movie, sorry. Yeah. And then her speech at the end in the bar, like we both yeah. agree. Good speech. Because for, for a second, she was like an actual human character. Yeah. Like everything else, she's just like a fucking encyclopedia for made up science shit. And yeah. you're like, it's like, stop saying quantum. She keeps, she, her and Chris Hemsworth character have the same problem where they do really funny things that exist in a vacuum. Yeah. Like no <laughs> human being would ever. This is their stage and like, they're making weird sounds. Yeah. <laughs> like Chris, Chris Hemsworth, there's a part where something really loud happened. There's, there's a recurring joke where when Chris Hemsworth character hears loud things, he covers his eyes like he doesn't understand that his ears are for hearing, which is funny. But what but human? Also, like, where does that come from? His best joke was right when he started talking and he was like, and he, he scratches his eye through his glasses yeah. and he's like, yeah, the lenses are getting in the way. <laughs> so, so, I, so he's just wearing glasses for no reason. And he's really game. Yeah. I actually liked him a lot when he was possessed by the bad guy. I liked him more, yes, because yeah. he wasn't a, a fucking that was, idiot. That yeah. was the first time I was like, oh, Chris Hemsworth can do different things. Yes, he can. I liked him as a bad guy. No, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. I think th- they let him play a little bit, and yeah. I don't know if that was his strong suit, or maybe it was just the writing. I think there was a little bit of tension between... I, I'm lumping him bridesmaids in with like the Wolf. There's a lot of... like. New SNL. 2000s comedy. Yeah, yeah. SNL-style comedy Yeah, it's it Basically, if you look at this Ghostbusters and the old Ghostbusters, you see the difference between, like, old-school original SNL and, like, new current SNL. Yeah. And it's a weird... Because it's... If it was in its, a new environment, it might gel better. Uh-huh. But pairing it with Ghostbusters... You, there's, those comparisons are immediately available. And I think the movie would have been better served doing what every other remake has done by making itself a sequel. Like... Yeah. Force Awakens, Jurassic World. I haven't seen the new Independence Day. I've heard it's real dog shit. I'm just don't need to. I don't need <laughs> um, to watch it. Uh, uh, Creed. Creed. Oh, but yeah, Creed's it's a, a goddamn it's a, masterpiece. That's it, that's, a, it's in a different. It's in a different thing. But there, it's they hit a lot of. But all those movies hit a lot of the same beats as the original, mm-hmm. but are technically new. And I don't. Watching this movie, I don't think there's any reason why this couldn't set in an LA. Yeah. And then and just it's in the same world as the. Is the original Ghostbusters. could even happen in New York, because New York is always a fun setting, because you got your skyscrapers, the you only, got your nostalgia with... The, the only problem thing. with that is, like, because so much of the plot hinges on people not believing ghosts exist, which after the stuff of the first two movies, how would they not? Except yeah. if you're in L.A., you're distant enough from it that maybe the L.A. crowd isn't like, I don't care about what happened in New York, you know what I mean? Get rid of people not believing in fucking ghosts. Get <laughs> rid of that dumb... Get rid of that, please. Don't stop stop saying that because I, I started to get annoyed with that. Like, who was the mayor? Who's the celebrity cameo? Oh, Sinestro, <laughs> right? That's yeah. from Ocean's Eleven. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Blanking on his name, but he he's fine. The cameo that the really fucked us up, and I think it's fucking up everybody, is Ozzy Osbourne because he comes in and says oh, something that, that makes no sense. Yeah, and obviously they couldn't get him. St- like focused enough to do the whole concert of him like yeah. singing so they had his opening band playing the entire time yeah. and then they picked him up on a random day in LA where they set up a stage and filmed him you know what I was really surprised by was how much Bill Murray is in this movie right considering how anti-Ghostbusters he's been for so long it's like you switch it up suddenly like there's a cameo with him on the TV I'm like oh that was good that's your Bill Murray and then he shows back up for mm-hmm. like an extended scene they got him more than they got Dan Aykroyd and yeah. they got him more than they got um, I'm blanking on he played Ernie uh, Hudson yeah. but um, no, Ernie Hudson. He played Winston Settermore. That's what it is. I always yeah. get those confused. Okay, yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, because yeah. I love him. He's in. He's been in like a lot of stuff recently. He was on Psych, and I really he played uh, nice. Gus's dad, and that was actually they kept switching up the actor who played Gus's dad. They never could like. Whoops. They like Ernie Hudson yeah. was originally rumored to be the West dad. Really? Yeah. That would have been and really cool. But we got we got Jesse L. Martin, and yes. he can sing and yeah, perform. He can and sing, and his cry face is the best cry face on TV. Brings so much damn heart to that yeah. show. He is like what the show hinges on. He, he and um, Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. But uh, anyway. another 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 property. But and uh, even then, the like the stuff. I I I think the thought process was, I, because Ivan Reitman said like it was their desire to make it. New and I think with the death of um, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, nice tribute to him too. With the statue, they wanted to. If you're going to do something different, let it be completely different. And also, I would imagine some of the thought process was like, we don't with these introducing these women Ghostbusters. We want to show that they're smart on their own and they're creating their stuff on their own. But they create so many new things 
It's like, like what, where are you, you getting it? Yeah, yeah. you could have you just, like, they probably wouldn't have had access to the original Ghostbusters gear, so they make their own gear. Yeah. I, I think I think this movie would have worked better if it happened in the same universe, and it pretty much could have been exactly the same. You uh-huh. just, I just think you would have to have set it in a different setting. Wouldn't it have been... Is this a dumb plot line, but if like they had been like apprentices or like I was thinking because in this movie they have these devices that are pulling like uh, whatever ghost energy together to make ghosts appear more yeah. in the real world. What would have been fun is that at the somewhere in like the mid 90s or early 2000s, the Ghostbusters like Harold Ramis's character because he was like the lead scientist, whoever yeah. the lead scientist was, they built a device that kind of like nullified all ghosts energy. So they're like, yeah. ghosts aren't really a big thing they anymore. Mean, yeah. They're not like they kind of pop up every once in a while. But now this guy reverse engineered like and that these girls were inspired by the, the Ghostbusters. That's why they wrote their own book. And like yeah. and then this crazy person who was kind of interesting uh, the main villain of the movie. I also liked that he was using versions of their own equipment. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like that he recreates like a piece of tech that they had back then or like based on these girls' new tech uh, to pull the ghosts out of whatever yeah. from where hell or wherever the fuck they are. But um, I, I feel like that would have been fun. Also would have been kind of fun. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't get why, like you said, it has to be brand new. Yeah. I didn't get that. There's even a tag at the end. So I, we're in spoiler territory. You're, if you're this far in, you've you're, you're watched the movie or you don't care. Uh, the tag at the end of the movie, they're listening to their, like, what is that called? The EVP something. The EVP, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing, the voice thing that's bullshit and doesn't exist and doesn't work. Anyway. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a plenty of hardworking ghost hunters out there <laughs> that trying true uh, piece of tech. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. If you're into that, <laughs> it's not my back. Anyway, um, the... Uh, and they and Leslie Jones is like, hey, yeah, I heard some real word. Like, do you guys know anything about Zool? And that's such an open-ended tag. Like, are we going to see Zool in the sequel? Is this somehow going to? Are they going to cross dimensions with the original Ghostbusters? No, Which, way please, too hard. Please don't, because then you should have just set it in the same universe. No, they won't do that. They sure as hell won't do that. They will. And not do we do need that. to see Zool? No, 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 no. We no, already no. got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, Slimer, which. Girl Slimer Those, was not needed. She was just kind of yeah, there. I don't know. Although I, the way they did Slimer was cool. The way they included the Safe Puff Marshall Man was inoffensive. Actually, the really best way liked, you could. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked. You saw Float Ghost, the man on stilts, Ghost, the guy with the electric. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually enjoyed this Ghostbusters more than the second one. Yeah. Okay. So we we talked about this, and you saw it a very long, kind of like a longer. Time yeah. Ago. It's been a. It's been a minute. I watched them back to back when I was a kid, and the second one wasn't more enjoyable for me than the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. I just thought they played with a lot of more fun things. The painting was really scary to me yeah. as a kid. Like and like trying to steal the baby was like really freaky. And the walking statue of liberty, so dumb. <laughs> but so much fun. Yeah. And like the dancing toaster with like the space a, no and uh, no we got ghosts. Not yeah. aliens, not space. It's, it's it, ghosts. It's just ghosts. It's ghost goo in the to- toaster yeah. and it dances when music plays. So yeah. I thought it was fun. But so this is the lowest tier Ghostbusters movie for me. Um the Ghost of Mirrors was cool. Ghost like of the Mirrors is cool. There's a lot of fun concepts in this, yeah, especially cool when it came to the ghosts. Yeah. yeah. The weapons were cool. My one problem with the weapons is it made me much more confused about how ghosts work in this world like the original movie you had to trap them this one they're like ripping them apart and flinging them with the guns which was cool Mm -hmm. but i don't know how any of it really worked yeah but like how would they catch the thousands of millions of ghosts that were being released if they but they caught one how are they breaking them apart and what happens to them and also this movie seemed to uh spend much more time saying like these ghosts are the former dead. Whereas okay. the last, in the, from what I remember from the first movie, my impression was ghosts were just extra dimensional entities and not necessarily people that died. I think they were people that died, though. I, or I they took know. the But form. then there's this devil thing in the concert. Yeah. The, Can I tell you my favorite bit? The mannequin? Yeah, the mannequin. Yeah. Leslie Jones is in there and she sees a room full of like mannequins. She's like, that's a nightmare. I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah. And she turns the other way and walks away. That was my favorite bit in the whole movie. That was really funny. Yeah. Actually, all Leslie Jones in that. Like, I, so good. She's very funny. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, Okay, I can explain. I'm fucking, I'm explaining ghost technology, but I can explain. I have the scientific explanation to ghost technology. So his giant generator gave like a corporeal form for the ghosts, so yes. that they could interact uh, with this so you're world. Destroying the corporeal form. Yeah, that's it. I like that. Yeah, and then they kind of like fall back into their dimension thing. Why did the building rebuild after he turned into Rowan or Don't giant know. Rowan? I uh, even liked. I thought it was going to be so annoyed by giant Rowan because it's such a rip off the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man with the logo, but they I. 
if you have something like that, but you commit to it, like he was huge. He was Godzilla size. Yeah, and that was really cool. That made it cool for me. He's a great artist. Remember when they're flipping through that book and he's like the fourth, fourth <laughs> yeah, calling fourth, or yeah, something? The, the, what was it called? The fourth cataclysm? Fourth cataclysm. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and when he turned into cartoon... Uh, Rowan, yeah. like, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cute!" Like, he's like, "That's funny!" Like, yeah. he's like, "Oh, you want me to? Is this better? Like, is you want me to look like this?" Yeah, I, him in Chris Hemsworth too was really good. Yes, Chris. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth when he was Rowan uh-huh. was the best use of Chris Hemsworth. Him flying, movie. doing the Peter Pan thing. I like his joke about like I really should have worked out more because it, it is funny seeing him when he's flinging people around. It's like. I believe it. That yeah. guy's so jacked. I believe he really is fucking up people like that. Yeah, and when he fucked up the two security guards in front of Rowan's like lair yeah. thing, which why don't people see that he was building this giant generator <laughs> this thing? whole time in his workplace? It's not even yeah. his home. No, it's a hotel. Yeah. Everyone's going everywhere. They didn't just leave this giant warehouse yeah. empty for the janitor to play in. Like, yeah. yeah. But, don't uh, point out flaws in a goddamn they, ghost they movie. Make a jo- they make a joke about like, man, we didn't ask for like stripper Graham, Clark Kent. And he's like, oh, because the guy, I was like, Shit, Chris Hemsworth would make a great Clark, a Superman Clark Kent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he's jacked and he's got the hair and yeah. like he got the little quaff thing that I try to do and I can't really do. So you'll get there. I'll get there. Gotta grow out the hair. Maybe a the bit. maybe the six pack like that might I might the get testosterone ghost. <laughs> uh, maybe that'll help. <laughs> but what were I? I loved the th- Holtzman. I was coming back to like Ghostbusters, like the way I favorite to least favorite. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty easy. Leslie Jones' favorite. Everybody else kind of fell down. Holtzman was the most annoying for me because they were trying so hard. And I wanted to like her or not. A lot. I did. I, I was. To like I her. was all in for Hot Egon. Like I was. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm down for that. You uh-huh. know. And it's just like <sighs> not. Not and again. The, not her fault. Not her fault. Not Kate McKinnon's fault. Not necessarily. It just didn't. It just didn't gel. Yeah, and it could have come down to editing because there were a lot of shots where it cuts to these weird singles that are really close yeah. to their face. And you pointed out it like it disconnects the relationship people are having in scenes. It yeah. doesn't make them. You don't feel like an intimacy anymore. It feels like you are having a Skype call, but the screens aren't facing each other. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, yeah. it's something they started with like Will Ferrell comedies because there's so much improv. I get I get why they do it because you want to just connect the funniest line. So it's a lot of mids of people in a scene. Yeah. And not a lot of shots. In with them together, mm-hmm. and it just it creates the, it feels like they're not even in the same scene together, and and it, and it, if if you're if you're going for improv apart, a lot of what makes that engaging is the play off of each other. Yeah. So if you're just chopping it up, it takes a lot of that energy from the scene from people that like how many movies have Kristen Wiig and uh, Melissa McCarthy been in together now? I guess maybe just the two. Bridesmaids in this? There might be a second, another one in there, but, but I can't think of it. you know that they're good with each other. You mm. know that they have a chemistry. You know what I mean? So you want to see that. You want to see... And this, and they try to develop a friendship, but really both of their characters just kind of like, they have like one's more... No, because after like she sees the ghost, she like is full on ghost yeah, now. Yeah, she's, in, she's into it. Yeah, and so it's like they kind of become, like I said, interchangeable. So it's hard to feel for one or the other more and, and you kind of felt for her when she lost her job yeah and I like the fact that she was a legit professor she was trying to keep her tenure her whole backstory about being the ghost girl mm-hmm. and being made fun of for believing in this I, I thought that was cool um, then Melissa McCarthy really didn't have much to mm-hmm. do who was the cameo that was with the guy from Silicon Valley the blonde kid blonde guy that had come and picked up Kristen Wiig and told her about the haunted house in the beginning oh that's um Ed Bigley Jr. man he's a bad actor and he's in a, yes, he's in a lot of movies that I've seen, and I think I'm I haven't seen the thing that made him famous, and I don't know what it is. Are you shitting on Ava? The the guy that comes to her and says like we have a ghost problem? Yeah, he's not a good actor. Do he's not? Yeah, you, that's fine. And I know people will get mad at me, but watching him, like, he was in he was on The Office two in a cameo, and he's in a lot of cameos because he's like really famous for whatever he's it was in, he did. He's in Better Call Saul. He played the principal in season three. The principal, the head, what whatever it is in college, the head person at a college in third season of Veronica Mars. Maybe maybe I should watch Better Call Saul. Excuse me while yawning, but because yeah. that was a long movie. But uh, maybe I'll like him in that. This I was like, ah, oh, he's showing up. Like he bugged me more than the Ozzy Osbourne one because I was like, I don't really? w- the way he delivers the lines. I'm just like, I can't. I know you're here for a cameo. I know you are. Like that's why. And yeah. Like that's why I thought he was more of like not really an actor, but more of a famous person. And that's why he's there. I was waiting for Kim Kardashian or somebody to show up in this movie because the way the cameos were working, like yeah. she gets the possessed. best cameos. The all the cameos from the original Ghostbusters movie, I thought were great. Yeah, Janine. Literally everybody shows up. And Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver in the tag. I like that she was Holtzman's thing. It, but the only problem with it is it made me. It made me want them to be. Them from yeah. the, just their characters from the movie showing up. You had an apprentice, you know? like apprenticeship with yeah. Sigourney Weaver and Holtzman, but whatever, whatever. And no I, also, what the Holtzman and Patty, and what were the other two people's names? Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly, <laughs> right? They didn't really stand Abby. out. 
Abby was Melissa McCarthy's character. Abby and... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because they say Abby a lot, eat a sandwich, Abby. Like, you yeah. get low blood sugar. Yeah. That was, that was kind of funny. Um, Again. Uh, uh, Patty. Yeah, it, was, Patty. It, was it was Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. She's so, so fucking good. funny. Yeah. I was nervous of her because, like, they play up a lot of, like, stereotypes in the trailers, or at least yeah. it looks that way. But in the movie, she's, like, she's smart. She knows New York for it, some it's, reason. It's not, <laughs> it, it, I, I like the fact that it wasn't so much that, like, um, it wasn't just... She knew York because she was on the streets. Like she knew York because she studied. She's like, I read a lot. Like yeah. I've read up the history of every. Like, like when it wasn't, it wasn't just like, I know New York. Like she legit like knows the history behind the buildings of New York. Like she, she's a useful part of that team. Yeah, and that's just there. Yeah, not just to fill a space. So. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. So different opinions on it. Mm-hmm. I I would say if you're if you consider yourself a Ghostbusters fan. But not you, like the hateful, the hateful like vengeance filled, bleeding all over yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're just if you just enjoy Ghostbusters, I think you will enjoy this movie. I think it'll give you that feeling, um, just like watching the cartoon. Or it's another episode of Ghostbusters. I, if I apologize, I was trying to yawn while you were talking to try <laughs> to get past it, so it didn't record. I wasn't bored by what you're saying. And by the way, I wasn't trying to be rude. Um, but I, if you don't want to have someone kicking your chair. There you go. That probably lowered the score. And I don't think I will go watch it again in theaters. I don't think I need to do no, that. No, don't watch it again in theaters. Yeah, I think I'll uh, if it comes out again and I'm real sick. If it's on HBO now, and uh, or if I have a DVD player and I that's the only DVD and no internet and I can't fall asleep, and then I'll turn it on and see if I can stay awake during the whole thing. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are our thoughts on Ghostbusters. Let us know on Twitter and in the comments uh, on SoundCloud or in you can write them in the reviews of yeah. uh, there to fill. Uh, you can tell us your thoughts on Ghostbusters and Stranger Things. Uh, but yeah, you said you wanted to do one other fun little segment at the end of the well, show. Well, actually, I think mm-hmm. we should say we got a cool tweet of a question. But I we, this episode is already kind of packed a little bit so i say we save that for another episode oh we we're can, a little tease yeah we can we can <laughs> go off that please tweet us your questions um or or yeah i guess tweet them tweet us your questions yeah because uh, we like to use that as as you talk about them and it's that way it's a way to include you in the show and it gives us uh, different things to talk about and there's a cool one that we got this week but i think we're going to save it for another episode if you're down for that i'm excited for it but we'll save it we'll save it little tease get you coming back for more make sure you tell your friends about only stupid answers like friends that you know love talking about movies or comics or anything next time we'll talk about some more comics also we'll be i'll be coming back from comic-con so i can talk about that and i believe there might be Maybe you're talking about Star Trek as if it's out by now. I don't know. I don't got the schedule in the back of my head. But uh, keep an eye out. Star Trek does come out next week. We'll see. I don't know if you'll have time to see it. Uh, No, I'm seeing it at Comic-Con. You're seeing it at Comic-Con? Yeah, I'm seeing it at Comic-Con. Cool. Well, I'll try and see it next weekend, so maybe we can talk about that, too. Bam. There you go. That's what... Get ready, kids. Get excited. (laughs) Uh, I'm pumped for it. Uh, DJ, where can they find you? You can find me uh, at DJ Talks Trash on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram. I just put up... I put up videos on Friday on my YouTube. I just did one talking about how... uh, this Ghostbusters movie can't possibly ruin your childhood because the original movies still exist. Yeah. Uh, the only person that ruins your childhood is George Lucas. Oops. Because the original cuts of the original Star Wars do not exist anywhere. No. Except for the one fan's piece together. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little rough. Uh, yeah, that's can, where you can find me. Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, those are the important ones. You can find me on YouTube, too, of course, at Sam Bahasher um, on all of them. Finally was, fixed that URL. I was really happy when you tweeted that. I was so happy for you. Fixed that, the URL. Yeah. God damn, that was so stupid that he couldn't fix it. <laughs> Subscriber count bumped up a little bit after that because, like, yeah, because you can fucking find me now. But, uh, but guys, make sure you rate and review this on iTunes and SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate it. Also, let us know what other services we should use for podcasting yeah. because there's tens of thousands. Yeah. And Let's be honest. We can't go to all. I don't think we can go to every single one. Yeah, but we want to help. We want to make it as easy for you to listen to our podcast as possible. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Rate and review. We'll read them next time on the show. Uh, And we will see you next week. Yeah. Love you guys. Same time, same bat channel. Kisses.